Your discretion is advised, but will be completely ignored. Spend time with your family? Sure, I do. Good. Just a man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. Once upon a time, in the three very different wrestling films. Hello, everybody, and welcome to an edition of Black Hearts Angels. I'm your host, Charcy, joined by her amazing, beautiful co-host, Binky and Bianca. How are you girls doing today? Hello, everyone. And you? We're doing good. That's good. Don't don't forget everyone to like, share, subscribe, comment, leave a notification, and share this with all your amazing friends out there. You know, you want to join us, join your favorite girls and get into the hottest wrestling topics of the week with us. Don't forget to also check us out on our link, link tree where you can find find us wherever, where you can find us wherever we're at, whether it be on Apple or iPod or Apple or iTunes, Apple or iTunes or Teespring or wherever you can find us. Check us out. All our stuff is right here on Linktree. So check us out there. Don't forget to also check out our sponsors, everyone. W Energy, the best energy out there that leaves you with no jitters and no crash. Use coupon code OTTRMOB and save an additional 10% off your old purchase. Also, don't forget to check us out at um, Dream Alive, the Dream Alive store. That store. Use the coupon code OTTRMOB and save an additional 15% off our purchase. In Get some amusing, beautiful merch. And then last but not least, check us out at getlace.com with some beautiful merch here. Use coupon code OTTRMOP and save an additional 25% off your purchase. That's getsalace.com. So, should we get right into our topics for today, ladies? Yes. Mm hmm. Yes. So, yes. Um, the, yes. Mm hmm. So, the okay. so first Binky, topic. I think, I think your topic first. Yes. Um, so my topic is um, Mariah May uh, signs to AEW and makes a debut on Dynamite. Um, so she made it, um, her debut this past Wednesday, and her um, and she let's see. Um, so she made her debut and. She was introduced by RJ City backstage. So she asked if she could meet Tony Storm, saying that she was the reason for coming to AEW. Um, so she appears to be like a crazed fan of Tony Storm and and um so she she was previously on um stardom and then transitioned to AEW. And um, I honestly think that this is really good for um, Mariah because um, she, you know, she has, you know, made it 
you know, big in the start, you know, in stardom and um and you know, just yeah, just did. the transition to AEW and uh as I just gotta see what she can bring in the ring. Um she and I like her her charisma and she gives me that I don't know, she gives me more of that that Barbie doll um type of persona, but she's able to just bring that in the ring and she um she's really talented and really young, you know, twenty five years old. And yeah, she has a bright future. So, um what do you guys think? Um, how about you, Shard? I'm excited to see her. I've seen some of her stuff in Stardom. She's really talented in the ring. She came from Club Venus over in Stardom. And she's got a bright future ahead of her. It's kind of scary for me, though, because you have, like, because you have her, um, for, like, shadowing and wanting to follow in Tony Storm's footsteps. Like, what? what? One Tony Storm on AEW is enough with all the key dramatics from there. I don't know how we're going to deal with two of them, like, side by side for a while. That could get pretty intense for a little bit. But I'm excited to see what she can do in the ring. She's really immensely talented. And like you said, she's only 24, 25 years old. So the future is bright for her. Because look at all the matchups you have in AEW. You have her and Willow, her and Julia Hart, her and, you know, Nyla, her and Riho, her and... Sheeta, any of those matchups are dream matchups and everything. So I'm excited to see what the future holds for her over in AEW. How about you, uh, Bianca? Um, so I this is actually my first time I've ever heard of her. Ever. So I just have a few questions. Did she start AEW this year, or she's been in AEW for like a long time? She, no, no, she just signed AEW. She she was she just started on Wednesday. Oh Wednesday. Oh Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no worries. Yeah, I never in Japan. Her, I yeah, she was in stardom, yeah. Okay. So she was with when uh Monet was in there, right? Yes. Um yeah, like around the, the same time, yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. She... Hello, Bobby. Hi Bobby. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, um, I am a fan of Ryan Ray work. I've been wrestling for oh, her matches since stardom. Stardom, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she's talented. She can go in the ring. I've seen some of her highlights. Mariah May versus Red Velvet and Anna J too. I feel like uh, absolutely those those dream matchups in AEW. I mean, with the young women's division over there. The sky's the limit for her over there. I'm excited to see what she can do. She probably might be able to, uh, you know, be supposedly become the women's champion sometimes. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, let's not. Like, maybe if you want to put her in, like, the the TBS title picture, you're fine. But don't push her in the world title picture right away. Give her her character a chance to grow on the main roster first. Yeah, not the world. No, no, no. Yeah, because I think prior to. Yeah, yeah, because prior to stardom, she um, did try out for the WWE. Um, She was an NXT. I believe, and then, and then went to stardom. Hmm. Oh. 
Wait, you, wait, you said she went to NXT? Yeah, I think she tried out for WWE, and then, um, and then, I guess that didn't work, and then went to stardom. She got more of a chance and opportunity to shine in stardom over there. I mean, I think it might have fit her style more. I think she would have been, like, a fish out of water over in, um... NXT, especially because if you you already have another character like that over in NXT right now, and Tiffany Stratton, I don't, I think she might have been overshadowed a little bit in there. So giving her the chance to go over to stardom and grow as a performer over there was the right move for her all along. Because look at where she is now; she's on the main roster in AEW now, so she has the chance to shine over there. My only fear is like, will the will the signing of Mariah May lead to more women's matches and segments in AEW? Because that's my fear. One we're getting like one segment on dynamite one segment on rampage one segment one match on dynamite rampage and collision it's like are we going to start getting more women's matches on this tv because like all this women's talent coming in and the possible somewhere down the line of um mercedes maybe i mean you have to give some women more time on the screen to grow in the ring yeah um i i agree with you star oh um, it's a trail for my only yeah, you know, that is my only issue with AEW, and um, it's the women's division, and and it's like yeah. showing one women's match a week, especially on a two-hour show like Dynamite, it's ridiculous, and we need to see at least like two matches, at least at the max, maybe oh, two or, you know, at least two matches, or three, you know, that's the the maximum yeah. of, of women's matches usually on a live show, a weekly live show. Shall oh I yeah. Say. So I I, I just and, think and especially, that yeah. Was gonna say is especially with AEW, it's like you get like six seven matches a week on like Dynamite, six or seven matches a week on Collision every single week, and you get like six men six men's matches whether they be trios or tags or whatever, and you get one women's segment. The women's match, and it's always like shoved in the the segment before the main event, like ninety five percent of the time. Maybe put it in as an opening match sometimes. Maybe put it in the second, you know, the second slot in the second quarter hour. Just pushing it in the whole main event slot every single night, which is they consider like the death slot on TV. That's not the way to go if you want to build the women's division up strong. So I'd say maybe start, you know. Yes, yes. Putting them yes, earlier because, on in the show, giving them a match then. Maybe then if you want to do one later on in the show, that would work fine too, but just leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, you know, um, you know, it, they do have a lot of talent. Um, you know, they can cut promos, um, their earring ability, um, mm-hmm. you know, their the sales. Um, they are like just talented, all of the above. But it's like they mm-hmm. need to get better with the booking and they need to get better with the amount of matches. Um, I do like the length of matches that they have. You know, their matches could last for like 10 minutes, you know, at the minimum, um, 15, even sometimes 20 yeah. minutes at the max. Um, so they do have a, a really yeah. Um, yeah. great length of matches, um, but the amount has to get better it really has to get better for the division Mm. to 
improved because I do want AEW to keep thriving and, 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 and improving. But the women's division, it still needs work. Oh, absolutely. Um, so yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, we have, like, you know, we have Soraya and you have Tony Storm and you have um, you have Sheeta. And then now you have Mariah. And, you know, and when you have someone like Mariah, you know, she does resemble um, Tiffany Stratton from NXT. You know, she's basically like the AEW version of Tiffany Stratton. So, <laughs> Tiffany you know, Stratton. So, just, <laughs> so it's like just build, you know, just keep building her character and, you know, and just just give her that type of booking that, you know, that we are expected for her to get. Because AEW, you know, it's it's a it's a good company, really great company, but that issue is the women's division, you know, and and it's like with the lack of booking and stuff, it's like, you know, just come on. You know, just have some better material for Mariah. Right. Exactly, Bobby, I wanted to succeed as well. So yeah. Division over in AEW doing one match maybe like a five ten minute match every single week that's not gonna cut it you can't keep featuring the same women on dynamite and stuff every single week how many times a week are we seeing tony storm how many times a week are we seeing sky blue and how many times a week are we seeing that outcast and ruby and you know all these people you have you have other women in your division like that we haven't you know that we haven't seen in a while that could use some major shine up on the main roster that could be built but we just keep seeing the same women like into the same segments every single week for every single show it's like you know maybe we can start doing instead of doing all these like segments building these women in these segments is fine but we need to start building them in matches to see what they can do or else we are holding them back in the ring and we're not letting them get a chance to like the women that are doing the stuff in the ring, fine. You know that's great. Maybe you could let them be working on like their promo skills and their backstage segments. And the women that are doing all these backstage segments, not getting enough ring time. Maybe we can start putting them in the ring more, so we can see what they can do in the ring. Because holding them back by just doing backstage segments all the time is great and building their character, but it's not helping them benefit in the ring at all. It's just holding them back a little bit. And, with Mariah, she with her still being young, I just don't want her to be held back and and just be known as like you know Tony Storm's sidekick. She's so gonna be so, so much more than that. Maybe early on when she's starting, it's okay to you know learn from Tony and her experiences and stuff. But just to use her for her, she has to be her own person in the company to grow from. So I mean, that's what that's my thoughts on the whole. You know, thing. you have to let your talent grow in the ring or else you're just holding them back and they're not going to grow anywhere. There's going to end up wanting to leave. <laughs> and then how does that build your women's division? So that's my thoughts. How about you, Bianca? Um, yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Sarge. Like, uh, like, we don't want to see, like, her, you know, being like a whole gimmick to Tony Star. Star uh, that's how I'm saying his name, right? Tony Star? Tony Star? So, like, yeah, we don't want to be like a whole gimmick to her. No, Tony Storm? Yeah. Yeah. So, we wanted to see something, like, you know, unique, something, you know, from her 
hers her own style, and uh, everything will be perfect. I think, in my in my opinion. Cause I, cause it's yeah. Me not knowing who, not knowing. Oh, who absolutely. Not like your talent. I, your ta I will want to see. Knowing much about her. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Thank God she's gonna be on TV more often. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, hopefully, you know, and I agree with you, Shar, that, you know, um, I do have that fear that they may not utilize her and because of what's going on with the women's division. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I just really fear that. And it's like, you know, just, okay, you sign her to AEW, have her something to do. Right. You know, like, you know, what happens to Soraya? What happens to Britt Baker? You know, and what about... um. Chris yeah, we haven't Statliner. seen her in a while. Even though that she's the TBS champion. You know, I mean, you're just so tying like, her into the whole storyline with Julia Hart and Sky Blue and Willow and them. It's like, why isn't she defending the title? Why are we dragging her in the stupid segments with Sky Blue and, and um, Julia Hart when it has nothing to do with the whole story? I mean, yeah, they're best friends. She's best friends with them, but I mean... Shouldn't she be defending her title more? This is my problem with the AEW women's division is not enough. And then when we criticize, like, you know, the title defenses or how the women are being utilized correctly, it's for situations like this. They're, they're getting involved in multiple storylines that don't pertain to them. And then, you know, you're not building any champions. She she started her reign off hot, red hat, and now it's like, somewhat like simmering a little bit because she hasn't really been defending it recently. And like Mav was saying on here, like I've said before on the show a lot of times, is like the Impact Women's Division is something that should be aspired to be like because that's like the best women's division in wrestling right now. The way they utilize their talent and use them to their capabilities, that should be something that should be built on by every company, whether it be AEW, whether it be WWE. That's something they could learn from, from impact is how to build a strong women's division because they do it correctly so i would pay attention to how it, i would start like watching impact more and to me like that's how you work a women's division because the way they're working it right now it's not going to cut it yeah i just think that aw should really like like you said char aw should really take notes from impact oh yeah and because impact knows how definitely Look how they, look how they <laughs> the use women's them. division is all about. Like they, like they, they know how they operate. They are like very, like just consistent. And even though that there's less women on the roster, they are consistent. They have storylines involving mm -hmm. them and them only, not just with the men. Oh yeah. So yeah. Hello. Mickey Hi. just has that women's division down pat. She does. Mm -hmm. She does. And then you look at the other women over there, whether it be Deanna Perrazzo or Jordan Grace or Trinity, how she's being used, just Giselle Shaw. I mean, Kylan King, you know, the way they're booking their women over there, like, holy moly, you can't forget, like, Killer Kelly, Masha, how they're being built over there. Oh yes, they're kind of everything as a tag division. Team. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Maybe they call each other knockout in the AEW yeah. women's division. Now we can start saying, "Hey, 
for a reason. Yeah, they they get used to their potential. Yeah, that's why I see more of there. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited to see what Mariah can do. But they better start utilizing their women's division better. I mean, we already lost one. They need better coaches. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. Uh-huh. You need you need to start getting some coaches. Like you have you have like Mar you utilize a, a person like Maria. Like she could easily benefit the women's division over there. She you know, you have her on ROH right now, you know, working she associating with the kingdom and everything and over there, you know, right in ROH right now. I mean, have her be a coach for the women. You have some women or so you have women up there on your roster, like they have tons of experience, whether it be, you know, um, whether it be her or whether it be like Madison Rain or any of those people, use their minds and have them grow the women's division. That's how you can do that. Every women's division needs a Mickey just mindset. Absolutely. Uh -huh. You grow the women's division that way. Exactly. But that's what my thoughts are. Like, I mean, if you have a, a women's division built like with strong women and have that the same mindset of like someone like Mickey, I mean, the women's division in any company, whether it be WWE or AEW or any of these independent promotions, is going to thrive and grow. So I'm excited to see what they have planned for the future there. But the way it's looking now, it's kind of mm, well. Let's see what they do with uh, Mariah May in the future. Hopefully, they don't let her go like underground and like ruin her potential right off the bat. So, should we get into our next topic? Yes. Yes. Okay, Bianca, I think it's your topic. Yes, ma'am. So, my next topic is about Zia Lee challenged Lyra, Lyra Valerie for the NXT Women's Championship on her first title defense. So, what are y'all thoughts on that one? It's interesting. I mean, it it wasn't like the first thought I had in mind with her, with her, with her being the first challenger. But you have to start your title. You have to start your title feuds off eventually with somebody. So Zia Lee might be a good challenger because you know she wanted to face Becky. My only problem with it is like you have like attacking Becky on uh, on the main roster and only just to be like going after the women's title and NXT. It's like, this is what my problem was with this last time we were discussing is women. Why, why I'm struggling with it is why are we, these women getting stuck in two different, why is she in two different storylines? Why is she stuck with Lyra for the women's title over in NXT, but over on the main roster, she's feeding with Becky. Can someone explain? Thanks, KB. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, KB. In my, in my, in my thoughts, I think. So, what like, do you guys just that? I think that they kind of like stack over stacking it, over stacking. You know, too much of this Becky going into NXT and then randomly going back to the main roster and then somebody attacking her and then I don't know. It's just. It's just a lot, and then I don't know. I just don't. I just don't get it. Why are they overstacking it? It's, it's too it's much. It really is too much. It's too much. So I don't. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah. It. Um. Yeah. 
What do you think, Pinky? Um, what are your thoughts, you know, uh, I, what, Pinky? Um, you know, I I am very confused that Zaya is on NXT challenging for the women's title, yet she's on the main roster. I like I'm very confused. Did they bring her back to NXT? <clears throat> I just want to know because it's like I feel she could know, grow better in NXT right now, but the main roster right now is getting so stacked and overloaded right now. Maybe uh, and she's getting overshadowed by all the women that are coming into Raw and everything. And plus, she barely gets anything from. She barely gets any I feel she could benefit roster. from a, a slot, slot on an NXT. Yeah. Let her work on her in ring because she hasn't been used much in ring in aid yeah. in um. On the main roster in WWE, especially not on Raw, I feel yeah. like it's changed the scenery and letting her grow in NXT with um Mira, and then all of a sudden she's gonna go back to the main roster, have that match, and then go right straight into a feud with Becky. And I just don't understand why you get involved in with these multiple storylines, like mixing two storylines at one time. It throws everyone off. It's really confusing. It is a throwaway match. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they just maybe they just don't have any plans. For Zaya on the main roster, that's probably why they moved probably her not. back to NXT. Or maybe they just have her like you know juggle with NXT and then on the main roster. Yeah. Or me. And it, you know, and and I'm surprised that she oh, is yeah. still with the company and she hasn't been let go yet. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. she hasn't been utilized. And for real? I mean, this is great, you know, for Zaya versus no. um versus Savakri, but it's like Zero, you know, yeah. make it make sense. Make it make sense. I feel like this this whole match. Look at all like, the, and look at all those women you have down in NXT right now that could be used to their full potential right now. I mean, that you have them tiny into multiple storylines. What about some of those women that were in the breakout tournament? What about you know someone like Lola Vice who just won the breakout tournament? I mean, you have so many women that were in that tournament you could have used as a challenger to grow the women's division down there, and you're calling up more main roster talent just to go down like. He was saying in like another throwaway match, it doesn't benefit the women's division at all. It just holds the women's division down in NXT back because you're just going to give her throw more main roster challenges. Yeah, it looks like they're doing Lyra. I don't know if they're doing it at deadline. Probably, I would guess, but I'm just like confused with the whole way. My baby lullaby. Yes, that's what I'm saying. She just wanted to break out. Her, why don't you put her in the title match with Lyra? It would make sense. She won the tournament. She gets the title match. Why couldn't you do that match right off? No, you have to do like a throwaway match with Zia Lee, which makes absolutely no sense for me. <laughs> like I was saying, I feel like this was an extra. You know, I feel like this is an extra match. This would make no sense. Oh, it is. They just wanted to get it. It doesn't. They just wanted to get it out the way. Get it out the way. Yep. And not worry about it no oh, more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just felt like that's what it was. that's what it is. And they picked out of all oh. Zaylee. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. It is the first defense. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I yeah. understand it's the first defense, but you have, look at all those people that you have down in the NXT that you could utilize. That, like I said, you had so many people in, in that breakout tournament that were just fighting. I mean. Couldn't you utilize one of them if you want to have like a throwaway match for 
Lyra, why don't you do one of the up-and-coming girls for them to be in that match? Tiffany Strand's the only girl to qualify for Iron Survivor. I think they're still building that up. up that tournament up, but... This is what we were talking about in the last topic. Like, about building the women up. The underutilized people. That's why I was saying, like, the underutilized people that yeah. don't get a lot of chances done in, in there. Like, if you if she was planning on being NXT full-time in there, I think if you could build a story about why she wants to feud with Lyra for the title, fine. But it's like, okay, she wanted to fight for the title when Becky had it, but then Becky loses it to Lyra, so now she wants to fight Lyra for it. And then Zaya's still mad because Becky won't fight. It's like... Make it make sense for me. I'm, I'm getting so perplexed and confused by this whole thing because I'm like, she wanted to fight her for the title, but she Becky's not champion anymore. So now she wants to fight the current champion, but she still wants to fight Becky. Like, is it hard to see why I'm confused here? <laughs> uh, it's like so yeah. perplexing. Um, it doesn't make uh, any sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, um, I agree with you as well. I mean, it's like. I don't know. It's it's the the women's roster. <laughs> no. This uh, NXT main roster. Uh, it's just so wacky because it's like Zia Lee is supposed to be. I think she was supposed to be gone already, but for some reason she's still there. She's still with WWE, and she has been utilized. Right. And now all of a sudden they're utilizing her. But on NXT, and she's supposed to be on the main roster. Like I said before, yeah, and, and make KB, it make sense. <laughs> and KB, I, I, would, I would understand that she could be a transitional champ if if she's gonna be a transitional champion. But you would put the trans, you would switch the transitional champion from Lyra down to Nikita Lyons. What's your main objective with Nikita Lyons? They actually keep her healthy first, because every time she seems to wrestle, she ends up getting hurt. So why would you want to put a championship on someone who's bound to get injured, and then you have to have this whole mess of the women's division revolving around title? Kiana James or Gigi Dolan? I mean, hello. <laughs> Give me Lions versus Vice. Yes, like that's okay. <laughs> I'm fine, but don't just. Don't transition title Lyra into a title match and then put the title on Nikita when she can't even stay healthy. Let her let her build herself up and when she can prove that she can stay healthy, then you can build her up to a women's title match. But yeah. don't put the title on her right away until she can prove she can stay yeah, healthy Nikita, first. Yeah, Nikita Nikita Lions, um no. Um, no thanks. <laughs> Am I the only one? Thanks. I thought I was the only one who had that mindset too. I'm like Ew. No. <laughs> No, she she wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. Surprised that she is still around as well. Before she can't the fact stay that she has been injuring herself. Like she's injury prone. Like <laughs> she's injury prone. She can't stay healthy, and you want to automatically just put her into the women's world title picture. Sounds like a mess and a disaster waiting to happen. Yes, me. If you build yeah, the women's division around her and put the title on her, holy Yeah, like you said, um, put Lola Vice, who won the tournament, in which she shouldn't have won, but that's just my opinion. But anyway, um, have her in the tournament, you know, or have Kalani Jordan, like just somebody. <laughs> KB, you don't on, understand. Now. Just because you, just because you need the thickness. The thickness. <laughs> 
Yeah, she doesn't need I to be the champion though. She can't stay healthy. You want to hold the women? What we've been tri- striving for on our show is to grow and build the women's division. You can't grow and build a women's division when you, the person you want to put the title on is not going to stay healthy. We we can already envision you put the title on her. She gets into these high profile matches. Bang, one match, one injury. Then what? Then we have to hold like ten more tournaments to crown a new champion and determine a new champion. Uh-huh. It doesn't grow the women's division. We, you have to grow the women's division. So put it, put the title on. You know, like a, you know, go from Lyra, go to like you know Kiana James, go to you know Fallon, go to Gigi, go to Blair Davenport, like Bobby said, go to one of the women you have in your division already. But Nikita Lyons just doesn't seem like the perfect fit or the best idea for your women's division. If you want to build your women's division on her, you are so screwed in the future. I think she's not going to stay healthy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think everybody's just saying I mean, that because they miss Nikita because she's a big, big woman. In the yeah. They oh my god. Yeah, like yeah, because she has a body, you know. It's yeah. like just because she oh, has a body yeah. doesn't mean that exactly. she deserves a title shot right away. Like, come exactly. on now. Exactly. <laughs> Roxanne was Roxanne? on TV last week. She was on TV, like I think it's like, she was like in some tag match or something with um. Oh, I don't even remember who she teamed with, <laughs> but I think she was like feuding with like Lola and um. Electra Lopez and them. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, she was with Kalani Jordan. Oh, oh my god! But like we said, okay, so it's all if if it's just all about her looks. That doesn't qualify for her. Qualify her to instantly get a world title match upon return and put a championship on her just because of her looks. That's not what this is about. This is about in-ring ability and in-ring talent. And until she can prove otherwise that she can stay healthy, you can't put a world title on her because it doesn't benefit the women's division. Great, she's good looking. Wow, what does that do for the women's division? Does it grow it or does it hold it back? Because, okay, look, this this good-looking woman that that has and everything – is the champion great job but until she proves she can stay healthy and f- prove her in-ring ability none of this looks things means a damn thing she has to stay healthy to grow that women's division i'm sorry i see potential in kalani jordan and Kamen. all the women's are good looking but none of them mostly that doesn't mean yeah that doesn't mean you put the title yeah, exactly on. It's like you have to grow the women's division with, you know, character work, promo ability, in-ring ability, the people that are, you know, winning matches and growing and growing and growing their resume up in NXT. Those are the women that should be qualifying for the world for the world title, not people that haven't been on TV in who knows how long and can't stay healthy does not necess- not equate to a world title match. So we can keep having that argument, KV, like about how she, how she's good looking, but good good looking does not qualify for a world match. Because if that was the case in AEW, wouldn't we have the title, the women's world title, on like Anna J or Sky Blue or one of them women because of their looks? Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, you you can't put the title on someone because of their looks. It, it, you have to work hard for that, and she. <laughs> Nikita Lyons is not ready for a world title right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, but she's not ready. Oh no. Let her let's let her get healthy and then we can see what she can do. 
other than that, nah. Exactly. Uh, and until she, and then unless she can prove that she can stay healthy for a longer period of time instead of coming back, wrestling for a few months, bang, get hurt, out for like half the year, come back and wrestle, get healthy, come back and wrestle for like two, one, two, three months, bang, get hurt, like out for half the year again. That doesn't do anything. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if they were. <clears throat> And well, I wouldn't be sure. surprised if they release her in six months. Mm-hmm. Well, it wouldn't surprise me either. She can't stay healthy. Right. Exactly. And no women's divisions. I'm not saying this, but please don't pick her up. And so you can't just have in, build your women's division out around injury prone talent. It, because she's just going to keep getting hurt. She's just going to keep getting hurt until she proves otherwise. And I haven't pro- seen anything that, from her that proves it on a consistent basis that she can stay healthy. So, she. I feel I'm with Pinky there. I think in like a few months' time, despite what people think about her and they think that oh she's such a good-looking person, I don't see what much wise that WWE could do with her. I think she would be released too. I mean, it is what it is. She can't stay healthy. How does that grow anything for her? If she can't stay in the ring, it's not going to do anything for the women's division there. So. If I'm if I'm a WWE, but that's just me. But if I'm WWE, I cut bait. <laughs> you have so many talented women there, so you have enough talented women down in NXT to grow. So I don't think you need her. I'm sorry. Yeah, I sorry, K- sorry, sorry, KB. Sorry to burst your bubble today, but I don't see how it would work out. I don't see how it would work out for her down in NXT anymore. But as for the whole Zia Lee thing, it's like, can we, in the whole women's division in any promotion in general, can we please stick to one feud or one co- company for these feuds instead of mixing and matching storylines? Because it, it's getting to the point where it's exhausting and confusing to keep up with. I mean, yeah, you can watch NXT and be like, oh, great. I, but then when you, you're trying to tie all these stories together and be like, okay, and then you're trying to think about where it could go. It just like it's just a big cobbled like spider web of a mass thing that you can't figure out. Let's keep the women on. So if you're gonna do the Zaya Lee versus Lyra story, stick to that. If you're gonna do Zaya Lee versus Becky Lynch, stick to that. But don't keep combining stories like this and making a mess of it. Keep them in one feud so we know what the heck's going on here. Please, that's all I'm asking. Just one story, not like thirty thousand stories for the women. It doesn't build anything. It just makes things more confusing. Am I wrong? No, you are not wrong. Speaking facts. I'm looking at three queens. My day is amazing. Thank you, KB. You always come through. (laughs) Always. That made our day. That made our day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks. That meant a lot to us. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Even though we bash your girl, we still get so, we we still appreciate the love. Oh. Oh, they might be even better. <laughs> but this made me cry. <laughs> but yeah. Like, please just fix the story, because I'm getting more confused in a minute by what you're doing here. Are we are we pushing her in NXT, or are we pushing her to a 
Becky feud. And then on top of this whole thing, the whole rumor that Becky's going to be involved possibly on the women's team for Survivor Series, which is a whole other story mess. Can we stick to one story for these women before making like 30 different storylines in there because because i'm getting confused as to what the heck's going on it's like what are we doing we appreciate oh, you thanks, Bobby. Bobby. Oh, so thank you we appreciate we appreciate we appreciate all the love and we appreciate all the love and support it makes our day it makes us feel better and happier it really does so. but oh my gosh man the, this this women's like if like I've said before in the AEW when we talk about Mariah May, if NXT, if NXT wants to grow their women's division, WWE general too, we they need to do the same thing I said that AEW has to do. If I have to criticize AEW, I have to criticize WWE for the same thing. You look at the impact women's division and learn and grow from that because the way they build their women's division, like we said before, that's the that's like the you know the main goal gold story of how you push your women's division grow grow them and everything so if maybe we need to find a way like a veteran woman down and um that you could pick up from somewhere that's a veteran women's wrestler or something that's a, maybe a veteran in your you know from your past wwe stuff like you know maybe like a molly holly or you know somebody like that and have them work with your women's division down at nxt because i mean you could use some benef- benefits of having a woman's mind on it at NXT to help that women's division grow and shine even more instead of getting all these storylines tangled up in some spider web of a mess that we're never going to be able to untangle and figure out. So mm, yeah. maybe if they, hey, maybe they should call, maybe they should call us three girls or something and ask our advice on what we would do because this is just like, it's nothing more than yeah. a big mess of yeah. stories. <laughs> I can't keep up with half really big mess. Really big mess. WWE, fix this. AEW, fix this. <laughs> it's not that difficult to. It is not that difficult to do one. Take notes from Impact. Women. Yes, one story for your women. Not combining your women in multiple storylines across multiple promotions, whether it be main roster, NXT, whatnot. Stick to one story for them and keep it at one story. We don't need 15 different stories going on with one woman in 30 different feuds going on at the same time. It it's it makes no sense in everything. And it's like, can we please do better? It's just a big mess, and it's like hurting my head trying to think of like what the heck they're doing there. I'm like. Oy vey. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts, uh? <laughs> what are your thoughts, Bianca? Gigi goes on level up against Stevie Turner. My thoughts is literally, I like I said before, it's just too much and it's over that. And I'm over it. And mm-hmm. like, like, they should call you, Bobby. They, like, yes. <laughs> You, like, they just need to stick to one segment of a women's division, period. Like, okay. all, this I mean, one, all this other different stories in, in one day? Come on. Yeah. Come on. I'm hearing rumors Mercedes could show up at full gear. That would be awesome. But, like, AEW is a possibility. It is. But like I said, if Mercedes shows up, you got to fix that women's division. Because you think... 
you think you're going to do one story, like one match on AEW Weekly TV with Mercedes coming around every single week? One match on Dynamite, oh, no. one match on Collision is not going to cut it with her. That's not going to cut it with her. Not with the amount of women you have on that roster. You can't do one match. If she comes and it's gonna go and, and they're gonna have a storyline with AEW, it's gonna be multiple, just like how WWE is. And it, that hurts know, my head. That's that hurts my much. head right now. It's like it's confusing. It's just confusing as hell. Like I mean, it's like like what they're doing with like the outcast and stuff in um AEW right now. It's like throwing me off kilter because now you're doing like a love triangle thing, like a love story combined with the outcast, and you're combining like 2.0 and them into the story. And like, can we not find 30 different stories? It's either do either have like Ruby or someone leave the outcast and then just like get into a storyline with them, but don't do 30 different stories and everything. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's getting so confusing over there too. One story. That's it. Just one. <sighs> yeah. Are you girls ready right. for commercial? Yes. So I'll try to yes, fix, we are. fix our brains after that wild mess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. We are ready for a break. Oh, shucky, ducky, quack, quack. Great time. Yes. We'll be right back.
guys, this is Miss Layla Gray, and you are listening to Off the Top Rope Podcast. Y'all need to check out this interview, check out my man, because he knows how to do his damn job. So check it out, stay tuned. Well, this is Tana Lee, all you want to see, and I'm here on Off the Top Ropes Radio, and make sure to like, subscribe, and comment, and share for more. It's the most exciting hour of wrestling action on television. It's Worldwide Wrestling, featuring all your favorite stars of WCW. Hosted by the broadcast team of Tony Schiavone and Jesse the Body Ventura. They bring you all the thrills, the spills, and the chills from around the USA. Watch Worldwide Wrestling every week right here on your wrestling station. And we're back from commercial break. So we're going to get into a topic that's near and dear to my heart. One of my favorite indie promotions, um, Wrestling Revolver, this upcoming week, has their big, big, huge, huge indie show coming up in Los Angeles. The first time LA show in the history of the company coming up is this car loaded. We have Ray Horse versus Gringo Loco in a first time ever. We have Speedball Mike Bailey and Brian Keith. Oh my gosh, looking forward to that one. You have Paul Walter Hauser versus Matthew Palmer, the actor Paul Walter Hauser. We have a, the title match between Chris Bay and Jake Chris and Rocky Romero. You have the dream tag match of the Switchblades, John Moxley and Sammy Head Callahan versus the Rascals. Then you have the event dream match of Ronda Rousey and Marina Shafir taking on Athena and Billy Starks. This card, holy moly, is stacked from top to bottom. With some matchups not announced yet from some bigger name talent that's going to be over there for Full Gear and Survivor Series weekend in LA. But I just want to know what you guys' thoughts on this big, huge card are. And for the independents, this is really, really huge. And what matches are you looking forward to? And like predictions on what you think could happen in some of these matchups here. I'm excited for this show. I'm like so stacked for the show. It's going to be huge. <laughs> but it's two, I'm looking forward to it too, Bobby. There's two tar- um, card matches that I'm looking forward to. The John Moxley yes. one and uh, the, the women. The women's one. Those two? Oh, yeah. They're going to be fire. They're going to be fire. I can definitely, definitely see that, that action. Oh yeah, like that women's match. I'm extremely that women's match. I'm extremely looking forward to because like this is the Ronda Rousey's first um independent first or second independent wrestling match, and it's a big time match, especially when you're going against the likes of ROH Women's World Champion Athena, who's on a massive streak over in ROH, and her partner, uh, Billy Starks, and Marina Shafir has shined in Wrestling Revolver, so I'm excited to see what they can what kind of magic they can create there. Like you also said, Lady B, a match near and dear to my heart is the the John Mox 
obviously Sammy Callahan versus the Rascals match. I mean, for obvious reasons, I'm a huge Mox fan, but I think the chemistry we've seen Mox in a in a six man tag teaming taking on the Rascals. So I'm excited to see where we can go with this. But don't sleep, do not sleep on that Speedball McBailey versus Brian Keith match. We saw what Brian Keith can do in AEW with a Hangman match and on some of the ROH matches. This match, I feel, is a super distillish show. On top of the Gringo Loco versus um, Ray Horace match, Ray Horace, the, the Lucha Libre style Gringo Loco, which makes drew me in, and I'm a huge fan of him too. Um, his Lucha style is amazing. And what the Lucha style in general, that's not something to be interested. That's going to be a really high-flying athletic match to keep an eye on to try to open okay. the card. What are your thoughts, Binky? <laughs> um... This match um, looked like it's going to eat, and um, and we will get fed. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm oh, looking yeah. forward to the John, uh, the John Moxley match and the the women's Fatal Four Way match um, with Ronda Rousey. And this is oh, a big match? deal for Ronda Rousey because, like you said, this is her, her in, Indies match. And it's like it's gonna be crazy, and it's like you know, oh, hopefully, yeah. um, Rhonda, her wrestling ability, um, I hope that it, um, I hope it gets better, and um, and this would be great for her because you know she's been in the WWE, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. um, you know, quite for quite quite a while, and then for her to just transition. Mm-hmm. Um, to the Indies, um, this will be great for her. And and um, and as for John Moxley, um, uh, he's going to kill it. And and the like other <laughs> um, <laughs> the other talents in the card, um, they're going to kill it as well. So um, I'm looking forward to the debut. And and yeah, so that is. That speed, but but that's that speedball. That speedball match is gonna scare the hell out of me because I I don't know if you, any of you guys saw the um the New Japan match last night. Speedball Mike Bailey and Zack Saber Jr. for the TV title. That was one hell of a match. But at the end of the match, the way his finger looked, that was kind of nasty. Like his finger was bent in a way. Mm. <laughs> wow. It's not supposed to be good yeah, like that was nasty. Yeah. So I'm hoping he's like, feeling better for that match next week. But this could be a and when we talk about the indie scene thriving and growing, this is the kind of show that could put the independent scene on the map, especially with drawing big names like Ronda Rousey into the thing. And you know, a lot of the big AEW talent in town for the whole um full gear card coming up next week and uh the LA area. It's like this could be this could do wonders for the independent scene, especially a promotion like Revolver, which mainly stayed in the Midwest for so long in Ohio and Iowa. Now they're slowly sinking their feet out into Texas lately too. But in LA now, that's a big market. So if they can put out an amazing card, which I have no doubt because I've watched like most of these Revolver shows, they always kill it with their you know their match cards and everything. If they can have a banger of a card again. It's only the sky's the limit for what this could do for the independency in, in general. Because we talked about this like last week about, you know, you want the independency to thrive and grow. And a, a match card like this in the eyes of the whole world, 
appearing on it just for main, mainly for the Ronda Rousey match in general, which is going to be the main event of this show. I mean, we're going to get people who watched her in WWE that were possibly maybe fans of hers watching some of these up and coming talents on the independent scene, whether they be an AW Impact, TNA, New Japan, the, you know, AAA, CMLL, and all these other promotions, and they're going to get eyes on them and say, hmm, I like the, I like that guy. He's really talented, or that, that girl's amazing and everything. And, you know, you're going to get new fans. You're going to get eyes on more different promotions out there. So, I mean, I think of card like this Wrestling Revolver card coming up, it's only going to benefit the independent scene in general. So I'm excited to see what the sky's the limit for that card next week. So what are you guys' thoughts in the comments? What matches are you looking forward to? Like, what ma- What do you think is going to go down there? We're intrigued. Yeah. Oh, hi, Christy. Hey. Oh, yeah. This event is going to be amazing, especially when you see that stack card and how loaded it is. I think it's going to be hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. So I'm interested in Mike Bailey versus Brian Keith. Yes, contrast to styles, but I'm excited for this match in particular. You're making us cry again. (laughs) KB. Rhonda is the main attraction. She always comes through. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of eyes are going to be on this card strictly for Ronda's day, like second, first or second ever indie match, and this is going to be the her biggest independent match to date. So it's going to be like a lot of eyes are going to be on her. So it's like sink or swim kind of moment. <laughs> like we saw what she can do in WWE, and we know how you know watered down that environment is. Can she? Is she going to? I mean, is she going to swim? Uh, swim and show what she can truly do, or is she going to? Or are we going to see a lot of this WWE style and? In her too because i mean if she could show us something we haven't seen in wwe i mean the sky's the limit of what she could do outside the outside there so i'm intrigued yeah yeah um you know she is an attraction and and you know that la is the is the area of fame you know it's where mm-hmm. you Stardom, grow everything. up where or start that's where entertainment grow to shine. <laughs> yes, exactly. Where the entertainment biz is there, and it's like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised um, that Ronda oh, yeah. Rousey. Well, if Ronda Rousey, if she just puts everybody on the map, you know, she, you know, she, yeah. they know who she is, and then just, just boom, you know, like, hey, you're famous. Oh yeah. You know, just after being in the yes. match with Ronda Rousey, and you know, just being. You know, there and and being on the card, and it's like, wow, just you know, her star power <laughs> could bring everybody together. Yeah, and like, and it, yeah, especially what I was saying too about that match in particular is you're gonna get eyes now. People are gonna be watching that match strictly for Ronda, but there's gonna be people who haven't seen who are in there who they haven't watched any of these other promotions that are gonna get their first looks at a talent like Athena and what she's done for the ROH women's division and a young up and coming talent in Billy Starks, who's like 18 or 19 years old and showing them a style in Marina Shafir, who isn't getting, isn't getting the love and respect and everything that I feel like she deserves in the AEW women's division at all. She hasn't got the opportunity to showcase what she can do. If you watch her matches in wrestling revolver that she's put on compared to the matches she's put on in AEW, it's night and 
day what they've been doing with her. Like, I've been preaching to the choir for so long, and I'm biased. If you ask anybody who knows me, I'm biased as all hell. I've been preaching to the choir. She's been training. Marina Shafir has been training with John Moxley and Brian Danielson in the BCC. Why don't you put your first ever woman into the Blackpool Combat Club? And I can't think of a better fit for the BCC than having someone like Marina Shafir fitting into that group. So, I mean, she fits the if she's training with them already and she's got the style and the personality to fit. Why not? <laughs> you, you see women joining all these other divisions. So, <laughs> what are your what are your thoughts, Bianca? Um. I said, I agree with both of you ladies. Like, I don't know. I agree. I just, I just, I just, I really don't have no thoughts for it, but I really do agree. Like, this whole, this whole, <laughs> this whole match is going to be just dope. And Ronda is definitely going to be, like, the top notch to put everybody on the map. Like, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Literally. Oh, and, and, I, um, and, and, and I thank Bobby for, um, for making a correction because I did mention um uh for fatal four-way match um <laughs> the the women's match but it's actually a tag team match so i am so sorry it is um, kb that, the, that's an issue the correction and thank you kb for bringing this up too we've been hearing a lot of rumors that a lot of aw talent have been preaching to the choir about having sammy callahan debuting in aw kb puts brings up a good point you know a lot of people thinking okay it's a sure thing that Orange Cassidy is going to go over Moxley for the international title at Fulgaria. He brings up a good point. What if Sammy Callahan debuted at Full Gear next Saturday? And I don't know if it'll happen or not. I'd love to see something like that where they team up because they, they make an amazing team. But what if we see Sammy Callahan show up in L.A. and help Mox win at Full Gear? And I, what are you guys' thoughts on what uh, Christy just said that Billy Starks is going to be the one that's going to grow the most from this match, being in the ring with Athena and Marina? Um, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Um, I think this would be great um, <clears throat> for um, the. Yeah, this would be really, really great for Billy Starks. And, um, and yeah. I think my thoughts, like, really, I think it's great that, you know, yeah. 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 I think they should showcase more talent to the. The other females more than focusing on this because Ronda yeah. is the main attraction, you know, and you don't want to put that too much of attention. So you want to, you know, give more attention to Athena and Billy, you know, all that. And I think it's, and I think it goes the same. Yeah, way like I think if you. Yeah, and I think well, I'm like I said, told you guys before. Everyone should know me by now. I'm biased as hell, but I feel like you think Max is one of those kind of people in a match. The spotlight is, yeah, is he the biggest? Going to be the biggest name in that tag match with him and Sammy and the the Rascals? Yeah, but what he does, what he does so well is is elevating the talent that he's in the ring with. So whether it be you know you know 
Zachary Wentz, whether it be Trey Miguel, whether it be Sammy, they're going to get the equal chance to shine and show what they are capable of doing in the ring. So they're going to get the spotlight. That's what I want to see in the women's match. The spotlight's going to be centered wholly around Ronda and what she's going to be doing and showing to the world in the match. But I want to see what the women, all four of them can do. Don't make it all just one-sided. Don't make it all about Ronda. Don't make it all about Marina. Don't make it all about Athena. Don't make it all about Billy. Let's all have the women showcase what they can do. Show the world what Athena can do. Show what Ronda can do. Show what Marina can do. Show what Billy can do. Because Billy, Billy Starks is going to be the future of that women's division. And if you know, you want to see what she can, what she's capable of doing with some big name talent like Ronda Rousey and Marina on the other line. <laughs> <laughs> I will be first in line for a Sammy Callahan AEW shirt. <laughs> but yeah, that card that card is gonna be stacked. I'd say full gear weekend. That's that's a card that everyone should definitely if you guys are watching from our viewers, that's a card that definitely needs to be checked out next week. Check you can check it out on Fight next week. That card is gonna be so loaded. I don't think you're gonna have any issues. Yeah, 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 Check this, check this beautiful, amazing card out next week. Because I'm telling you right now, you are gonna be blown away by the matches and that you're gonna see and the talent that are gonna be. You don't know what surprises might be in store for the talent on that card. So pay attention to what the storylines on. And, and see like the matches that could be built up in stories but check out this card next week because you're going to be blown away, away by what the talent on that card are going to be able to do especially being their first ever show in LA so stay tuned for that but let's get into our final topic of the week what? yeah uh-huh. I like it oh yeah man So let's get into our last topic of the week, our wrestler of the week. And based off what happened at, you know, the pay-per-view and everything, I can't think of a better fit for our wrestler of the week than someone who made just made their WWE. <laughs> wrestler of the week this week is none other than Kyrie Sane. Um... Kyrie Sane making her return and getting involved in that that match and everything and helping EO Sky and joining Damage Control this past week. I mean, holy crap. Like, what she can do in this store like, with her return, I, I hope WWE doesn't end up screwing up her push this time around like they did the last time with where she got injury, injured by, like, Naya and everything and got put on the shelf. Let's see what she can do because I feel like you can't mess her up a second time. So... What do you guys have thought on our wrestler of the week, Kyrie Sane? My thoughts, really? I think they really up a notch when it came to her persona now. I think her persona is definitely uh, improved since the last time she oh, came yeah. and then got released. And then out of she's, it's just the whole transformation. And I liked it. I do like it for her. I really do. I like it too. How about you, uh, Binky? What are your thoughts on this? Uh, <clears throat> I actually enjoyed it. Um, I was expecting for her to return 
Yeah. And I am, I'm very happy. And even though that my favorite, Bianca, lost, and I expected that as well, Kyrie returns and, you know, turns heel and joined EO and Bailey. And, um, and I just hope yeah. that, you know, this time around, not that in Triple H is in charge, um, I see that Kyrie will, her booking will be great. And, and since she's on SmackDown, I this is I agree. great for her as well because she will be away from Nia, you know, just in case if there's going to be another injury. So um, I'm looking forward to what Kyrie is going to do and and with Oscar turning on Bianca and Charlotte last night on SmackDown, um, joining EO and Kyrie and Bailey. And um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to Kyrie uh, to be seen every Friday night. And and yeah, and I I know that they're gonna have a lot of plans for her. And I'm just really looking forward to seeing her. Yeah, KB, um I'm not. I'm the only are you said are you the only one who sees Bailey getting kicked out of her, her own group? I think it's the writings you on know, the wall. I, she's she's I gonna see get that kicked too. out eventually. I don't know. And and I, and I think that Dakota's going to get kicked out. So even though that she's injured right now, she's going to get kicked out as well. I was thinking the same thing, too. I was thinking Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai what I don't, injury. what I do not like, one, one thing I do not like about the WWE booking, though, with factions in particular right now, do we see what's going on here? How that we're stereotyping race into, like, one different group? This needs to change a little bit. You know bit. what? I see I that. I see that. Hurt. Mm -hmm. I see the Hurt that. Business is building Bobby Lashley with the Street Profits, and then you have um, B-Fab possibly joining. I, I see what's going on here, but now you potentially want to kick out Bailey and Dakota Kai from Damage Respectful. Well, so... Are we are we like building a whole Japanese women's table? Like we can't keep stereotyping all these gen races into single factions like this. Like LWO, like the Hispanic group, and then you know her business is just an African American group, and then Damage Control is an all Asian group. You can't keep stereotyping all these people into you know individual groups like this. It doesn't. Because what then? What are people going to be looking at on social media? Then in the internet wrestling community are going to start thinking. Is this company being racist again? Because I mean, <laughs> we're shoehorning talent into all these factions, and it's like seeming obvious that it's just like one form or another. Am I the only one who sees this problem, or do we all see what's going on here? It's like um, you know, I I see it as well um, because it's like, and it kind of like makes sense as I look back. Um, with Kyrie and with Oscar and with EO and I'm like, hmm. And I and I thought that Oscar wasn't going to turn on Charlotte and Bianca, but she did just to join EO and Kyrie. And it's like she could have just stayed with Charlotte and Bianca. Yeah, but 
It yeah. is what it is. Um, I guess they wanted to do a, a the uh, the Kabuki Warriors uh, 2.0 or something like that. I don't know. What's their deal? That's you can't live in revisionist. You can't do revisionist history and keep living in the past with these with this company though. It's like, you know, like my brother and I were having this conversation last night with the whole Oscar story. It's like, like how many times in like the past since she's like came back and stuff? It's like, okay, she's heel, she's face, she's heel, she's face. Now she's like heel again. She was just face. Now what are we doing? Like, can we keep these women in like straight like one up factions? Like, is she gonna stay face for quite a while? Can we not do the big show version? <laughs> if you guys don't know, like he underwent so many heel and face turns in his whole career of like heel face, heel face. Can we stop doing that with the women's division now too? Because it's like really can yes the Asian persuasion. The Asian persuasion. <laughs> yeah. See, this is what my problem. See, this is what my problem is. Like we, the stereotyping of is going to turn into a problem because then, like, if these if you wanted to make factions to grow, like put some other you know put some other races into these factions. It's not going to hurt you. Like, I could you could well do leave alone and leave the faction. Yes, keep Kyrie away from Naya. Yes, absolutely. I agree, Christy. Thank goodness they're on two different brands, so they're on two different brands, but <laughs> but um yeah, I like think, I, think, I, I don't see why you couldn't like you have me. I mean I can see the writing on the wall of Ast Bailey and you know Bailey and Dakota out of damage control, but like if you want to prove the stereotype the stereotypical thing isn't in existence anymore. You could easily just keep the faction the way it is right now. I mean, that would make I sense. Start building these factions. Like you're already picking up factions like left and right. Look at this. You already have Judgment Day. Looks like you know it could be hit or miss whether they want to break them up or not. And then you have the Hurt Business just slowly growing. You have the Damage Control which is slowly growing. But you you you're losing members in the L, the LWO is about on the version of Posse being broken up too so it's like do we want to keep playing the, the the card of breaking up all these factions at one time because now you potentially want to break up lwo you want to break up damage control you want to break up judgment day that seems like a bit too much in my liking for booking wise why are we breaking up all these factions because you can see the writing on the wall day damian priest is on the way out of the damian priest is pretty much on the on the verge of uh being out of the judgment day with his friction with jd and them and you have this whole santos ray thing going on and now we're talking about bailey and dakota possibly being out of damage control like yeah make it make sense a little bit guys why are we breaking up these factions don't forget the 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 almost verge of street profits breaking up at one point that was, yeah, that was weird. They they kind of went with that. That way, Moss has can focus on oh, his yeah. singles run. Yeah, you know, and just just you know just have the modern day version of the Rockers with the barbershop. <laughs> you know, like yes, you know, with Moss has been and HBK I was here. I'm and sick of facts. Angelo being. <laughs> Mari Janetti. <laughs> Janetti. <laughs> but I'm with Chrissy here. I'm sick of all these factions breaking up. Like, what's the point of yeah. it? Like, why can't breaking, breaking up, up is so hard, hard to do? do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It is like it is really is. It's like it makes no so sense. This is over. Like, this not is dumb- over. I'm betting not over. Mm, not by a long shot. We we need to start keeping these factions together. Like let's not break them all up at once. Like unless you have a surefire plan of what you're doing, but. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I'm, I'm the sky's the limit for Kyrie on this run. I'm excited to see her push this time. I see a potential, I see a potential women's uh, women's world champion down the line if they keep the booking right and keep her away from Nia Jax. You could easily see her with a world title reign in that company. Cross our fingers they don't mess this up like they did the last time. But I'm not convinced oh, yet. Like I'm just gonna wait. A- I'm just gonna wait it out and play and see how they book it, but like I sit there and tell myself deep down inside, you know, there's no way they can screw this up and just when I sit there and say there's no way they can screw it up They'll break it. They'll find a way to mess it up Still sad over the shield breaking up in 2014. I'm over it <laughs> I've been over that for When it first happened I was heartbroken but then it got think about it Chrissy it got mocked into a singles run and I think that benefited all three of those guys in the long run yeah each going on to have their own individual careers well I guess two-thirds of them came, went on and had their own individual singles careers while the other one is in a faction and is considered the longest reigning world champion one of the longest reigning world champion reigns in the company which I don't want to get into that topic of discussion anymore right now so <laughs> mm-hmm. i think that's rains long oh. long run its course but that's just me every time a group breaks up we, we should play end of the road by boys to men <laughs> oh wow <laughs> let's have some happy let's have some happy stuff instead of sad music and everything happy times happy times happy times happy times right yeah. <laughs> but congratulations to our girl Kyrie. Sky's the limit. What they do with you and damage control. <laughs> Just don't mess this up, please. Please don't mess yeah. this up again. Oh, don't mess she deserves up so Kyrie. much better than <laughs> Don't. This ain't no millennium. You're a KB. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, KB. V K V K V the life of the life of our party, the life of our party here. So, <laughs> tour. <laughs> We're just gonna have to see how the journey goes when it comes to Kyrie Sane. Yeah, yeah. My fear is like they're gonna find a way to mess it up, but like you kind of like they can't mess it up. So, well, oh, it's been a fun ride, girls. I had a blast with you oh, two yeah. amazing girls, beautiful girls today as usual. It's been fun, but. We're at the end of the road for today. So, any shout outs, anything you want to push where they can find you? Guys, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, ring the bell, and share this with all the wrestling community out there. I know they want to hear our amazing thoughts on what happened this week in wrestling and see our beautiful faces smiling, like KB said. So, come on. Who doesn't want to check out us beautiful girls out here? So, <laughs> check us out. Um, and. Let's give let's give our shout outs and notification and where people can find you. Our season don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, our season finale next week. It's 
Same time, same place, same channel. Check us out. Don't forget, season finale for all of us next week. Check us all out. <laughs> hey, Courtney! Hi, Courtney! <laughs> Love you, girl. <laughs> so, you want to tell them where they can find you? Oh, could have been worse. I could have said on um, bended knee. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wants to go, you can go. <laughs> right, um, Whoever wants to tell them where they Bianca? can find you and your thing? Um, yeah, yes, Bianca, you can go. You can find me on Instagram at highly underscore jaded, and you can find me on Twitter at Yes, Queen Bucky, um, Queen Bucky, <laughs> yes, um, you can find me on Instagram at estdeep606 underscore <clears throat> and um, Twitter <clears throat> uh, Binky um, actually, so, I'm sorry, Binks Sprena. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't remember my Twitter by heart. Binky Sprena6 <laughs> underscore Ever since I got banned from the other one, I, I like it's hard for me to remember the new one by oh. heart. You can find you can you can find me at on Twitter at MoxCrew2021. Yeah, sorry, gotta support my boy here. Sorry. Um, and then you can check me out on Instagram at Charlene.Kadia at Instagram. Yes, that's my name see Charlene on the screen here. Don't forget to also check out our partners in crime, Eric and Christy on the Wrestling Asylum coming up next. And also, don't forget, time, new place, same network. Check out our other brothers in arms at last week in wrestling tonight. Yes, tonight. Normally you would see them on Friday nights. We've switched over to Saturday night. So check them out. Get her on Get, get yes. our girl Binky out of Twitter jail. Thank you, Courtney. Yeah, please. Yeah. But yeah, and then also, thank you, Courtney. Also, also, ladies and also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget next week. Yes, is full gear weekend, but it's also our season finale. Not only for our show, but for the Wrestling Asylum and last week in wrestling. So don't forget to share. Don't forget to support the team. And we are eternally grateful. So much love and appreciation. Thank you for joining us. Join us next week, everyone. Bye. Bye, y'all. Take care. I'm a monster. That's just out.